Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 192. And wait. Wait. Go. Rachel, get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my job. I'm a mold breaker. Strict plan into board. About to seek and destroy. It's an SOW. Let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 192 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host at Michael J. Party, joined, as always, by the Hollywood assassin, Mark Schwann. You're such a dick. Stop your nonsense. It's the Hollywood assassin, Mark Schwann, your favorite actor. Let's go. Let's get on with it. In studio, not at BCWs, which means we got two Jamokes who had a free schedule tonight. <laughs> Greenman's here. And uh, Jimmy Dinas. James, welcome to the show again. Hey, how you doing? Great. <laughs> That's funny, okay. <laughs> hey, forget about it. Jimmy Diner is in the building. All right, we're going to let you continue. Don't worry about it. So the good news now is this show is going to be canceled because now copyright infringement. No one's going to listen to the show. Uh, always ha- following in line with the rules. I the elbows, the rules. He can't write on the table. So I said BCW is not happening tonight. Mark, you want to get into that? Well, it is unfortunate. Um you know, due for to unforeseen events and with uh, the New York State Commission, BCW's Christmas with a Vengeance will not be happening. It is a slight hiccup, but 2020, it's geared to be jam-packed for BCW. But, hey, in the meantime, the show must go on for a shot of wrestling. On. Exactly. That's so it. Rumor killer real quick. AJ Pan said it was Eric Jaden who canceled it because he was too scared to face Adrian. What? Is it, wait, what? <laughs> on Facebook, don't you read these, the notes on uh, I've been too busy to care about what AJ Pan is saying, but hey, listen, if he wants to make shots while he's eating these fucking hooters, um, then by all means, do it. But he's just spreading fake news. Fake news? AJ Pan is... News. He's a great guy. Have you ever hung out with him? Governor. Yeah. He's a self-proclaimed governor. He's the one you that know, signs he, your checks. He, he's on. the one that's, you know, he, he's been in business for a while. I do have respect for A.J. Pan, believe it or not. You don't and sound for very his, respectful. For his cronies. Right but, hey, nope. yeah, not for nothing. What? You're going to spread lies? I'm supposed to be okay well, with that? Look who's talking here. Okay, buddy? L- listen, we're talking about the man that rolls out the red carpet just to come out of his house. <laughs> talking about talking about lies, okay? Yeah, yeah. His house. I mean, you mean his on, bath- bedroom to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right, MJP. Uh, so listen, you can't even you, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house, buddy. I don't know what you're talking. I literally don't know what you mean. He means this uh, palatial estate. Look at all these look windows at here. I went to the what parking lot it? before I got here, and I seen the picture of your face. Okay, in the parking <laughs> lot. Okay, and you had, you own the lot apparently. It's I true. do. Okay, so yeah. oh well, so I mean, come on, man. Can, how is that a lie? You, you got to put your face on there. Like, how is we that? No, you own it. How is that fake news, though? Yeah. I, I own it. I'm being transparent. I mean, yeah. well, you know, AJ Pan might want to try in. being that one day. You got to be more transparent. In. You're too cocky. Full you're circle. I said, doing the business. Good job, buddy. Goddamn right. It's <laughs> unbelievable. James, how you been? How's it? Long time no see. How you been? Yeah, How's man. Good, good to see you, MJ. I'm glad you're on this show because we have some organization finally uh, on the show. Because yeah, talk about just... the last three hours trying to get the show started, but okay. Yes, but you know what? You still managed to <laughs> do it. about transparency. Hey, listen, man. You know what, man? I've been good. I've been handling some things. We got some news we're going to drop on here later on. You know, about watch parties. 
you know, because we're at 2020. The vision is clear. It's 2020, man. Uh, shout out wrestling, take it home TV. We're doing big things, and uh, I want to let everybody know about what's happening. I mean, in January. I think we, should he just drop it now? He's I mean, it's now. already well. you're already teasing it. You, you want to know? Now? I, I want to know. I think well, I think guess everyone what, wants to guys? Know. Royal Rumble, Buffalo Wild Wings. Don't it you, is confirmed. You, in you don't need to yell into the microphone. When, when it's good news, you have to yell. Back up, okay. back up, back up a bit. All right, here, right. here, right. here we go. The Royal Rumble, Buffalo Wild Wings, Forest Hills, Queens, January 26th, going to be hosted by Outlaw Pro Wrestling. Forest Hills, no parking there. <laughs> there's parking Listen, there. What about, wait, you know what, it's, this is it's typical of you I'll to wait. say there's no parking. What about the people that don't have a car, okay, in the city? It's there's a transportation a tra- hub. Thank um, you. Oh, wait, it's not the last one we went to. That big, huge parking lot? Yeah. No. Well, listen, Schwant, you can afford to pay for that little yeah. parking lot that they got over there. The man took a helicopter to BWF. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have a rooftop, like a heliport. They have, they have that on top of Wild Wings just for you, Do they really? Okay. Yeah, they good. Do. Good. When you come off, you get free wings, but it's either mild or, like, super hot. So there's no in-between. Give, give me super <laughs> hot. It doesn't matter, man. But no, when you, I don't know why there's no in-between. You're cocky bastard. You're going to pick that super spicy hot. But anyway, doesn't matter. Either way, Wild my pilot tested that. first. We got a contract with Wild Wings. Shows off the rails for nine <laughs> nine WWE shows. Nine WWE what? shows. next? Yes, you booked us for nine I shows. The, I booked us. That for means nine. the Shadow Wrestling Take It Home TV all of 2020. We're doing all watch WWE, parties. Yes, all WWE events. Apparently, there's going to be nine, and then AW as well in, in various locations. So Whoa. WWE is going to be exclusively in Forest Hills. But AEW is going to be, you know, spread out amongst the city. Where are we going to go? Uh, well, What's next? Find Let's out. start the revolution. Well, AEW, that's another thing. AEW revolution. Uh, that's going down the 29th. Do you want me to announce it now? No, no, no. Yeah, no I, know, no, I know you want me to no, wait. Oh, no, no, no. We got we to slow play well, this one. I already got it confirmed who's going to be there for revolution. You guys are going to be shocked at this one. We'll find out after the break. Doesn't work on podcasts, does it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. Good try, good try. Good That's try. Ryan Seacrest. I, I, I thought you were yeah. channeling Ryan. I was like, I thought he was here. All right, so listen, you guys really want to know where AEW Revolution? Who's going to be hosting it? Of course, of course I mean, we want to know. I, I think honestly, my personal opi- uh, opinion. Yeah, you should slow play this one. We're not even January yet, my man. No, we're not. We got a big one for Royal listen, Rumble. I, you want to go? You want to jump your load? For February? No, you know, I really don't want to do that. And, and I'm thinking about it now. It's like, you know what? Let's not announce on the podcast yet. Maybe, no. Maybe we should wait. Make them that, wait. Right? Make them wait. wait. Make what, them do you wait. Think, what do you think, Gabe? Make them wait. There's a lot of things going on between yeah. now yeah. and our 200th episode. Should, yes. You, you know? drop hints, and whoever guesses it first gets a prize. Well, I, all I got to say is, you know, the man that, that is going to be a man, obviously, that's going to be a man. Here. That's He's it. Man, that's, man, the man, man, that's, that's, that's the first eight. That's the first eight. You're saying too much. Yeah, too much? You're saying too much. Jimmy, you're a little drunk right now. I'm afraid you're going to drop I have a, a, a big, drink big water. Hand. What do you mean drunk? Now everybody knows it's a man. Great. Yeah. First yeah. of all, obviously, what is that supposed to mean? Ooh. There's some fine women out there, my friend. Well, listen, I'd rather have, I prefer a female as a guest, okay, at the watch parties, but... He's turning red there right now. <laughs> <laughs> All that shots of there, there, there is a female going to be at the watch party as well. It, there's two individuals. Oh, Mark's one's mom? Mark's mom. One's a female. No, there's you know two what? people. Be a dick, buddy. You guys, you guys are going to have to wait for this one. I'm sorry. All right. Well, it seems like 2020, we're going to have a lot of surprises. So I am stoked. I don't know about you guys. I'm stoked to get into some news. All right. Let's get right into let's that. Go. 
It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty, Mark Schwann, Green Man, and Jimmy Shay. All right, let's get some news. Big announcement this week was made. <sighs> Finally, the animal Batista takes its place into the Hall of Fame. I, I knew you were going to go oh, nuts fantastic, about fantastic. that. He tells people.com. Vince called me personally to ask. And I was just, I wasn't surprised, but I was pretty happy. It's a good feeling. It's a really great feeling. As soon as I hung up the phone, I was like, very excited, but I was like, shit, I got to give a speech. Batista, don't worry about it. You are a two-time WWE champion, a four-time world heavyweight champion, a four-time tag team champion, and a two-time, two-time Royal Rumble winner. You can give a speech. Well, he's also <laughs> yeah. he's in a Marvel, Marvel as well. So I think... yeah, he didn't get elected to the Hall of Fame based on his Marvel movies, Mark. Just... Isn't, it, isn't it the SAG Hall of Fame? <laughs> you hear about all the time, right? There's no such thing as a SAG Hall of Fame. Did you get invited so to they, those? So I tell you. I do, actually. Oh. Ric Flair commented saying, I texted him, think it's great. Now I get, get Hunter and Randy to retire, even though he's making too much money. So I get my third induction as part of Evolution. I see that happening sooner rather than later. But uh, congratulations to Batista. Fantastic. I'm so excited about this. Brought some champagne. Forgot it at home. It sucks. Damn. <laughs> and also, NW's going. Whoa. You just jumping whoa, whoa, whoa. What? right through that? NW was getting inducted. It's going to be Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, oh, yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan, and X-Pac? Well, I hope, I X-Pac. Was, no, they're, I they're saying these, the original members of NWO. Yeah, I don't necessarily was... remember. I know X-Pac was in it. In it, yeah. I remember that too. As six, right? Six-pack. Yeah. Was it, was it six-pack or just six? I think it was six-pack and then they cut it to six. No, he wasn't an original member, yeah, though. I, like I, said, I, I feel like there were, more, there were more people... And they're before expat. I think the original members will always be the outsiders in Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that's and the it, original right there. if you even want to cut out Hulk Hogan, you can yeah, because the outsiders were the L- NWO. Listen, 1996 was a transitional year for the business, okay? Mm-hmm. I think everybody can agree on that. You oh, know, 100%. I, I remember watching. I just recently did a recap on um, Rage in the Cage, February's pay-per-view. That was the last pay-per-view that they featured all of the click members on the card. Okay, and uh, you know, I thought about. It. I'm like, wow, man. You know, you think about it. At, at one moment of the year, you had all these guys on WWE programming, and then mid year, you had everybody jumping ship. And and I don't know. It was just, it's just crazy. Like NWO. When I think of NWO, I think of Hall, Nash, and Hogan, my man. Okay, when Hogan walked out of there, bash of the beach. Oh, epic, that, dude. That was the biggest heel turn ever. In the business. Uh, yeah. I think it's safe to say that was probably the most epic heel turn in all of wrestling history. Uh, but, yeah. So, I, I think that's the original. I mean, no no disrespect to X-Pac. I think X-Pac is a tremendous Who's talent. He's getting his second Hall of Fame ring, by the way. Craziness, yeah, right? <laughs> it's, it's good to know people in high places. Yeah. Always. Oh, gosh. You know, you, know second, you should know about who this Who is the business. two-time Hall of Famer? I think there's, there's not many. Them. All four Rick of them. Rick Flair is. All four of the NWO. Oh yeah, okay. That's, yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah, that's right. No, X Pac, wow, X Pac, X Pac. Well, he's not in the. You know what? He hasn't I been there say by himself about yet. X-Pac, no. though, man. One, two, three, kid was ahead of his time back then. No, yo, I, I was a big well, fan he, of one, two, three, kid. He, he did maneuvers that nobody did back then. Yeah, I mean, ninety six. I mean, come on, think about it. In, a moonsault. Like, it's like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah, back then, exactly. Moonsault, suicide dives, and, and crazy stunts. That the he karate did back kicks. Then. Swantons, yeah, the kicks. It, it was different back then. Well, you got to think about it now. Like Marco's son, it's this generation's one, two, three kid. You know, Marco's yeah, son, way. what he's doing now in the in AEW. Who? Marco's son, AEW Marco stunt superstar. Okay, I mean, if you look back at oh, okay. where, where he got his big push with GCW 
at uh, Joey Janela's Escape New York. That's when he it was his coming out party. It was like his one two three mo one two three kid moment. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I, nah. But Chuan, it's like how they say in your business: it doesn't matter what you know, it's who you know, right? It's all about. But you know, I actually had a conversation earlier with uh, a colleague of mine. And yeah, you know, it's not necessarily about your talent. Um, you if Eshpak have... was part of the clique, he would not be a two-time Hall of Famer. This makes you upset. Wait, 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 yeah, wait you're, you're very salty. Why, why are you yelling? This guy's like... Because you're salty. disrespecting the puck. Okay. Mark, you know, you know pretty well, right? I, did, I actually do agree with you, though. Uh, you know, once you three kids, X-Pac, uh, Sean Waltman, whatever you want to call him. I mean, he... It's not like he's he's not a bad wrestler. No. He's he's a good wrestler. There's nothing wrong with that. Next to who he knows. It, but yeah, I mean, he's gotten to where he is, and I think he'll admit it too. Uh, just based on the people he knows. My conversation to him. Yeah. Was he gonna say no? I don't want Suck it. Suck it. Two right. hands in the bucket. <laughs> well. So Mark, you know me pretty well, right? Yeah. You know I have a problem with a lot of things. Yeah. I got a problem with this. With okay. what? Abel knows this. I've been talking about it since one of our first episodes, almost four years ago. Mm. I have a problem with the Hall of Fame. The fact that it is they're going to eventually run out of people. There's no need to have two headliners in the Hall of Fame. NWO or Batista can wait till next year. Why can't you have two headliners this year? Either one of them can wait till next year. Um, I, I, I agree with you, but like, I don't know, you know, two, I feel two like headliners. I'm starting to see a trend within the last few years. They want a big headliner. They want a big faction or a team. Uh, obviously, a woman. Uh, a mid Carter. Yeah, women are going to uh, run out eventually too because you can't. Then eventually, every woman is going to be inducted to the Eventually, you're going to have Coco Beware's parrot in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it is getting a little just, ridiculous. They got to cut out parrot. the people and saying this for years, and now you have two big names. You get spread across years. No, okay, whatever. Maybe they should like cut down a number of people they induct each year. They have been doing that Absolutely. last couple of years. That, they, you know they what? And they shorten the speeches yeah. down too. I, yeah, they've been doing that. But, one headliner, one mid card. The Warrior Award, and then the woman, old, the old, then, you know what? I got to say something about that Warrior yeah. Award. There's the old people man, wing. Well, there's the wings. There's no uh, oh, speeches for that. Dana Warrior, man. I like the I like the Warrior. Award. I, I like the Warrior Award, but man, I only need three she, speeches. She is too to me. She's very like plastic, very fake. You know, like, and this is the Warrior Award. Like, she's just so happy. Well, yeah, it's, it's a, a it's happy, happy occasion. It's man, a happy yeah, moment. It is a happy moment, but to me, I don't know, man. She just you want the kid to die on the on the stage? I'm like, a real guy, and I can tell. Real recognizes real. So you when you come out here talking about <laughs> all laughing and giggles and smiles, and this is the Warrior Award that Ford. I mean, shut up, man. I think I, you know. I think it is. Her you, mouth. you know. I think it is with Jimmy. I think he wants a Warrior Award. <laughs> I think I think that's what he wants. I don't need a warrior award. I'm a warrior, and everybody knows it in New York City. If you're not from this town, you know. Okay, okay? there. But the award, would, the award was cemented, though. Congratulations! Yeah. I get somebody to cement something too. <laughs> Easy there, buddy. <laughs> Moving on. There's your Italian coming out, Jimmy. <laughs> well, in a huge change, of course, W has started giving out releases. They release Luke Harper, Sin Car, and The Ascension. Myself. Of course, they wish them well in their best future <laughs> endeavors. But knew, we don't talk about this a while ago. They weren't going to give releases. They were going to have them sit in the home, collect a paycheck. But now, they started giving releases. Are you surprised by this? A little bit. You know, I, I'm actually more so surprised about Luke Harper because the you know, no disrespect again to Sin Cara or the the Ascension, but you know, I think they're getting past their prime. Unfortunately, uh, Luke Harper is still very much in his prime. Luke Harper. He's got a great mind for the business. He can obviously go in the ring. And I, I think if AEW scoops him up, I mean, that's going to be a big move. It depends how they package him, of course. James, are you surprised? Um, you know what? I'm not. I think that WWE needs to do something uh, drastic right now. Because, you know, if you look at it, you look at the product, 
there's a lot of people that dislike the product right now, Monday nights, uh, even Friday nights. I mean, everybody's on board with NXT, which is all well and good, but you know, look at like the main shows, man. It, it, it's fell off. It's fell off in like for the past few years. So it's like, okay, what am I going to do that's going to make well, it's not like Luke Harper or Sinkara. Like, There's not like any of those guys no, have anything to do with that because no, they weren't no, on the card. But I think they're cleaning house right now. I think they're cleaning house. They're changing things around. They want to have uh, different talent maybe coming to the main roster, maybe some NXT guys. They think like, I guess Luke Harper and uh, Sinkara and all those. Who else was it? They, uh, the, they, the Ascension. The Ascension. Well, the, uh, the Ascension. They're like uh, the Descension. They, These guys never, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. They, they were okay, I, and then they just like plummeted as soon as they hit the main I roster. thought they were going to be so, the next big thing, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, like I, LOD. They remember I, I, like I, the Legion of Doom, right? What a, they brick what a wall, flop. Man, I, I, I don't even think it has anything to do with them. I think surprised they didn't send them back down to NXT, though. Yeah. Or, or you know I, I honestly thought how cool it would have been if like Paul Eller, Ellering was uh, yeah the was, was, manager yeah because they, they reminded me a lot LLD. of Legion of Doom yeah, yeah. I think exactly. you're not alone on that so pairing them together will just fuel those mm. they don't want to get they want to separate themselves from those comparisons okay mm. then fine then then do something like something had to give with them man. but you know what listen if they they release them fine oh well and good but at at this point like. I don't know, man. I think WWE is cleaning house. They want to do something different, like I said. You know what's exciting uh, when there are releases uh, as a big independent fan? Uh, I'm very interested to see where these guys are going to end up. Like, could we see a Luke Harper at an ICW show? Could we see the Ascension at an Outlaw show? You yeah. know, I could mean, we you, see Sin at BCW? You never know. Vince McMahon is the one who is staunchly against releases, but reports going around are saying that the releases of unhappy talent frees up some money to pay the loyal mid-carders and upper-tier talent who are committed to staying with with the company. So why pay Luke Harper all this money to sit on his ass doing nothing (laughs) when he can give people like uh, Zack Ryder, Miz, all these loyal guys? It it baffles me. You you can't think of a single thing to do with Luke Harper. I think a lot of us could think of different things he could do with that character. I mean, come but on. When your Sikar, roster is oversaturated with talent, someone has to get the you know, lower but wait end a minute. of the deal. They got three hours on Monday night. They could do something with Luke. I mean, come on, man. I fall asleep on Raw. You know, we'll, t- we'll talk per- about our yeah, men. I, I, I mean, later. listen, honestly, listen. Seriously, <laughs> Luke Harper is a good, fucking great hand in the ring, honestly. I mean, they could have did something with him. I agree with you. I think but out of all, point, the, all the releases, I'm the most excited about Luke Harper where, where, where do you he think goes he's going? next. I, I think AEW would be the move. You want him there? You want to see him there? Absolutely. I, I think it would be a good fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely well, I agree. Fit. Moving on to another news. Tribute to the Troops was held over the weekend. Not going to be aired on TV. Mark, it, it, this show pulls over 1 million, uh, 1 million viewers, especially during the low, slow holiday season. It's a huge PR move. Why aren't they airing it? I honestly don't know why they're not airing it. Um, you know, Maybe they want to give the production crew the holidays off. Maybe it's something to be nice, which I doubt. I, I don't necessarily know. Or maybe US maybe it's a network thing. Maybe they didn't necessarily have a time slot for it. Okay. There could be different reasons why, but like if it was a WWE move, I, I honestly don't get it. That's great. It's a huge PR move, it was a great show. I just surprised they were not. Right. It, it's a feel good for the troops. You know, like especially for a lot of people here in the United States, you know, they, a lot of people they have uh, affiliation with the troops. And or had grand, um, grandparents that were involved in the military as well. You know, it, it's they, they want to see that, and not for nothing, they want to see wrestling as well. Mm-hmm. It's a big mistake, big mistake. Yeah. But again, we Our we don't know the motive here. We don't necessarily know if it's WWE move or USA move. You'll find out in the coming weeks. 
Now the news, the WWE UK Championship was stolen. Did you hear about this? <laughs> I no, did what hear about Jimmy? that. During a smash and grab. You? You? I don't know what you're talking about. Were you about. in Chicago a couple weeks ago, a couple days ago? Yeah, didn't you tell me you took a trip? Uh, yeah, mm. somewhere. Walter's Championship was stolen along with his passport and shoes. He had to fight the Evolve show barefoot, the poor guy. Eh. Police are still investigating. But local independent wrestlers saying that area is a hotbed of crime, and so they're not, no one's Chicago. surprised about this. It was Jericho. Come on, man. <laughs> right? A little bit of the bubbly, and I'll steal a title. That's it. Yeah, dude, there's no word on suspects yet, but if you stole an in-ring used WWE championship belt, you can't unload that without being caught, right? Uh, one would think. Like, this well, is, this I mean, is, if you know somebody, they know somebody. I don't know. That's true. I mean, take it for Jimmy here. He might know some people. <laughs> no comment on that. Sure. <laughs> Let's move on then. Finally, another news: Mark Henry went on the record saying that he believes Randy Orton deserves another shot. Yes, in the, t- in the main title. Absolutely, picture. Oh, yes, hundred percent. Really? Are you wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold oh. on, Abe. Are you kidding me? What? Out of nowhere? Listen, you come out with that. You're out of your mind, bro. Say, say Randy I- Orton has had his time to shine. He has gone with the greats. He has had WrestleMania moments. He has. Gotten an opportunity to be champion, and he's done a great job. He's not Move done yet, on. though. He's not done yet, though, with his career. The guy's still red hot. You know, he, but there's so many people so who over. haven't even gotten started. There, who there, cares? There's very few Get over things then. that I agree with Schwann on, but this I agree with him on. Randy Orton right now Randy Orton is, is red the past. Hot. Let's focus no, no, on no, the no, no, future. No, no, no. Listen, yes, I understand your point. But no, Randy, you don't because you're not agreeing with me. That, that doesn't mean anything. Listen to me. Green, okay, come on. Get it together here. Randy Orton right now. Needs to hold that belt. Randy Orton is hotter than he... Honestly, I he, think he's ever been. Mm-hmm. No, look, absolutely. Maybe, maybe no, out of nowhere thing. Strike, look, strike. Looking at his career, do you think today is the best version of Randy Orton that you've ever seen throughout his career? I think every, da- mm-hmm. every time I see Randy Orton TV, I'm like, this is the best I've seen him. Wow. It, 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 throughout it his career. Like he, the legend killer. Awesome job. Yeah, but so the legend killer is not better than who he is now. No, his promos right he now are better than back shit. Then. His promos right now are better than it's ever been. Well, right guess now. what? He's got a lot of experience. He got good at promos. What else you got? Listen, that's all you need is promos. That's it. Look at Ric Flair. Ric There's Flair didn't many... do much. Ric Flair did almost every single thing the same way in every match. Randy look Orton, at his promos. Randy Orton could also still go in the ring with the best of them. I mean, you. Yeah. I, I, yeah I, I, well, you know what? Randy Orton is also a good enhancement talent. He enhances everybody else. Wow. Okay. I, I, listen, well, I, 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 I didn't call him a jobber, but he's a great enhancement wow. talent. Wow. That's what he's been put out there for. Calling Randy you know? a jobber. I was not expecting this argument. So you clearly disagree with this. Who would you like? All of you. Who would you like to see in the main title picture, if not Randy Orton? Which title? Do I have to take Randy? Do I have to take Randy Orton out? I'm saying, if you want to, that's your answer. Answer. Who do you want to see in the main title picture right now? Against Bray Wyatt Mark, Mark or Brock Lesnar? Doesn't matter. One of the titles. Brock Lesnar's still around even? Who cares? Well, he's still, he holds the title. Who do you want to see the next, be the Get, next champion? Randy Orton. Okay. Let me tell you. I want, I'm excited about the future of the, the industry and the future is in NXT. I would love to see uh, Matt Riddle. You know, if we're talking about Brock Lesnar, Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar have been going at it in their Twitter wars and talking about shit about each you're other for throw years. Him, so. no, no offense to Matt Riddle, but you're going to throw him just right into the main roster and have him beat Brock Lesnar for no, the World Heavyweight Championship? but I'm saying if you want him in the title picture, that's someone that I would love to Putty, see. Putty, what time frame are we talking about here? Right now. Right now. Right now, Abel. You want to see Matt Riddle hold the championship? You, you, Maybe Matt Riddle you, wins you, the You're saying that right nah, now nah. I would not pop for Matt Riddle to be champion? Hell yeah, I think it would fucking be amazing. 
Not really. You want Roy some Rumble? fucking ratings? I, I know, Schwan, you're only on a second floor. If he jumps, Jesus he's not Christ. Gonna, he's still going to live. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, hey, I got an idea. Let's put John Cena back in the title picture. He's fucking great, isn't he? Can't see me. Uh, yes. Yeah. He is fucking <laughs> exactly. great. He is let's, great. Let, let's keep doing shit that has proven to be right. Well, well, but well, how about you start developing your characters before you even you know, advance Yes. Them? Yes. Jesus absolutely. Christ. Because guess what? There's a good amount of people. You can shit on Raw all you want, but Raw is good for what it does. Because it brings a large, a larger audience, a main, a mainstream audience to the eyes of the product, and there's a lot of people that don't know who Matt Riddle is. So you're going to throw Matt Riddle there to beat Brock Lesnar, and no one knows who he is except no. for seven hundred thousand people. I'd rather Matt Hardy than Matt Riddle. That's crazy. Me too, man. Love Matt Hardy. Version one, baby. <laughs> hey, and listen, no disrespect to Matt Riddle because I think Matt listen. Riddle can have a great career, but like it's too much too soon for him. And put some shoes on. <laughs> and put some shoes on. I, I cringe every time the I see NXT that. The NXT platform has given the opportunity for people to know who these guys are. If you're a wrestling fan, if you're a WWE loyalist, you got the network, you're watching NXT, you're watching SmackDown, you know these guys. These you're guys assuming, are all just part of Survivor Series. You're assuming How do you not that. No, you're, Matt Riddle. You're assuming you, that. Then you're a horrible WWE fan if you didn't watch Survivor Series and think that you don't know who the hell Matt Riddle is. I'm just saying, uh, listen, we all four of us here know who Matt Riddle is, right? Yes. You know, yeah. be, uh, Matt, you know, I love rest, you, dog. Wrestling loyalists know who Matt Riddle is. But let's let's talk about Raw for what it is. Raw is not necessarily for wrestling loyalists. It's for a, basically a larger audience. People are like the casual fans. They'll just want to tune in Monday night. Hey, Monday Night Raw has you know been a long, want- for a long time. What, what, what it got? Who's this dude with no yeah. feet calling everyone a bro? Listen, I don't know anything about this guy. He's holding the strap. There's somebody I want to see before Matt Riddle. Oh, answer the question. Okay. Thank you. Drew McIntyre. I would say he's on my list that as well. That man yes. is Mr. 2020. Drew McIntyre deserves that championship. He's intense. He cuts hella promos, honestly. And he's one hell of a hand in a ring. Jimmy, finally I could agree with you. Jesus Christ. I thought you were Dang. going to the loony bin. We needed to uh, take you out in a straight I already came jacket. back there three times, but I'm back here now. <laughs> but listen, Drew McIntyre, I mean, thank I agree. you. You can agree. Thank you. I agree. I, I agree. Drew McIntyre Let's put him would be a great. Ready now talent. Totally revitalize himself. He'll be a great champion. I think that dude honestly should be the face of the company right man, now. What a fucking shake of a hand this guy has. Oh, man. You see, you see the chops in him and Orton with Love that chop fucker. contest? That was yeah. crazy. Goodman, you have an interview this week? Oh, do I have an interview. For those of you who have been following us on social media this past week, I got an opportunity to sit down with the one, the only Joey Ace, the ECW champion. Has a lot to say. And Champagne poppy. Yeah, that's right. And we're popping those bottles tonight here on A Shot of Wrestling. Well, if you're ready and willing, I'm able. And this is another exciting edition of the Shotter Wrestling Podcast. These are the interviews. So if you have not done so already, make sure you follow us on all forms of social media at Shotter Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shotter Wrestling No A on Twitter. You can also contact us via email at inbox at shotterwrestling.com or dial it up. 619-343-3005 and leave your comments on the Shot of Wrestling hotline. Now, we say it time and time again that wrestling brings us together and today is no different. Today, we're joined by the ECWA champion, the Champagne Poppy, 
the saltiest dog in the land. Mr. Joey Ace, welcome to What's a shot up, of wrestling. brother? You forgot one. You forgot the five-star stud, the first one I ever had. The first, <laughs> the first tagline I gave myself. <laughs> How important is a tagline? How are people going to remember you? Yeah? Is it something that you thought about like early on? Like, who am I? What am I going to be about? Yeah, it was that. And I always like saying things that rhymed. And I always had like my, my first ever wrestling name was Joey Ace Michaels. And then like <laughs> the, the promoter that I first worked for, Fight the World Wrestling, was like, you're not coming out to Michaels. And I was like, drop the Michaels. Drop the Michaels. <laughs> so it was just Joey Ace. And then like one day I was home. This was on Living in the Lower East Side. And I was watching um, Ocean's 13. And uh, Al Pacino's talking about, you know, oh, we, you know, the Five Diamond Award because he had the whole restaurant. And I'm like, oh, five, five diamond, five diamond, five star stud, Joey Ace. Oh, five star stud. You know, and then I was like, I came up with this like catchphrase. It was like, Ace is high, diamond shine, place your bets because I'm five stars above the rest. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, okay, boom. <laughs> just fell right in your lap. Yep. yep. Are you a movie buff? Do you like uh, you know, watching movies? I don't watch a lot of movies, I watch a lot of documentaries. Okay. Uh, I watch a lot of like podcasts like this, like live podcasts. Okay. Back then, I was watching a lot of movies because all I had was like a DVD player and just go get it, buy a movie. And that's when they were like on sale and kind of, you know, DVDs were kind of going out. So they were cheap. Yeah. Uh, and I would just get whatever. But I have to be like really invested in, in a movie to watch it and really want to see it. What's your favorite movie of all time? I like the Ocean's... Uh, franchise like the whole thing yeah the whole thing yeah. yeah i like i like the way that they really it's like a puzzle piece and you're trying yeah. to figure out like how everything connects mm -hmm. and then at the end they show you how everything connects yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah. oh my god i can't believe i yep. missed that or yeah. you know that's what they were referencing and that's wrestling in a way yeah because sometimes they start sprinkling like little pieces a little foreshadowing i love doing that i was gonna say yep. do you paint the picture and create the story in that way yeah because with with pro wrestling, I think with independent pro wrestling, with you as a character, you tell your own story. The promoter books you and has an idea and an outline, but you fill in everything else. Okay, we want you to do this. All right, cool. And then we have the creative freedom to go in there and, and kind of make something happen. You know, with the ECWA championship, you know, I went in there and, and I thought it was a one-shot deal. Oh, yeah? And, you know, I went in there and interfered in a match with uh, Joe Gacy and, and smacked him over the head with the belt. <laughs> and I milked it. I milked it. I called him out. I said I would be the champ if I was there. I said everything under the sun to promote what I did. And almost, you know, a year and change later, boom, I'm the champ. Now, your career, how many years has it been so far? About 11. Is this the most important year, 2019, of your career? Because there's a lot of great things that has happened to you. And we could talk about the PWI 500, the ECWA Championship, all the bookings. I mean, you're yeah. everywhere. I, I would say that 2019 has been very good to me. I'm very grateful for all the opportunities, the, the debuts that I've had. Uh, it was, yeah, mo like one of my best years. And it was a lot of just like buckling down and trying to create content. Mm -hmm. And feeling myself. I felt myself last year, but this year was like on a whole nother level. It was like my confidence was through the roof. And it was like, all right, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is what I want to be. So I have goals and I'm going to hit every one of these goals and nothing's going to stop me. And I'm going to create content. If something works, it works. If something doesn't work, you revisit and you, you change it up. You don't get discouraged. 
you know, you email who you email, you get no's, maybes, no responses, fine. You got what you have, and then you make the most out of what you have, and then you move forward. What was on your bucket list at the beginning of the year? Being ECWA, heavyweight champion. champion. And being in the magazine, but just to have my name in it. So it was a goal early on. Yeah. Wow. But okay. that magazine is funny because I grew up reading that magazine as the the wrestler, that magazine, yeah. WWF, WWF Raw, WCW, ECW, you know, World of Wrestling, all these magazines mm -hmm. back in the mm -hmm. day. And I lived in the Lower East Side, so my dad would go, go to the newsstand on Delancey Street. I told AJ this story, you know, and, and we would get the magazines, but I always got PWI and always looked through it and always was enamored with, like, the, the list, that, you know, the when you go through the back and you have the rankings. Yeah. You know, it was like, oh, man, this is dope. You know, the top guys in Mexico, Japan, you know, United States, you know, wherever else, WWE, WCW, whatever, you know, yeah. you went through it. And then you saw the independent promotions. You saw who was going in. And then you would see their name pop up. And then another story about them later on. And it was cool because you could follow them. You could mm -hmm. follow their progress back then through the magazines. And if whatever tapes that you had, and if you went to independent shows. Uh, but I didn't go to independent stores, so all I had was the magazine. Okay. So getting that magazine, put, getting my name in that magazine was amazing. I was like, well, okay. And then to end up later on, you know, months down the line being, oh, I'm in the PWI 500. You know, there's a lot of spec. People talk all this crap about, you know, people put their name in or like they, you know, pay money or whatever, send in their stuff. I didn't send in my stuff. All I did was promote. And, you know, I got there and I was, I was surprised. I, How, when did you know you made the list? Did you get a call? Did they email you? Or were you just I like out of I was taking a shower. <laughs> I was washing my balls. <laughs> I come out. My phone's going off. I'm like, what the hell is going on? It's my Twitter going. like. You found out on Twitter? I found out on Twitter. No and way. then the promoter for ECWA hits me up and is like, oh, look. And I'm like, what? Wow. And I'm like sitting down. I'm this exact like spot. Like, whoa. I'm all, like, this is amazing. Who's the first person that you share the news with? May have been AJ. Yeah? Yeah. What did he say? He <laughs> um, was like, fucking awesome. <laughs> like, and then it was like, who else is in That's it? Great. And then it was like, Asriel, I think, was in it. Um, and then, yeah, we looked at, like, who else from the New York City area was in it. Um, but then I, I just had my me, and then everything else popped up in later days. People started, oh, I'm three whatever, and I'm four blah, blah, blah. And That's wild, because... Um, I do remember when the rankings started to come up and you mm -hmm. see all on social media, everybody posting their shit. And I remember seeing yours. And I, it, it is very weird in a way because th we probably are the closest in this past week yeah. that we've been in maybe the past year. Mm -hmm. But even back then, seeing you in that list, knowing that you were someone when I first saw you drop that elbow yeah. on, on Ace Andrews. Yeah. And I was like, At the Queen's Oaks Lodge. Right? And <laughs> I, I was saw, wearing I was a Britney like, Spears t-shirt and had long hair and a funny scarf that I still have. But bro, <laughs> since that day, I was like, that elbow, the, the precision that you had on it, the, the way you carried yourself, the, oh, you, you were the you. fucking man. When I say, it reminded me like a, like I was watching Superstar. Not many people in the independent yeah. scene walk out of that locker room and it immediately it's just like a star oh, thank walking you. out but so <laughs> yeah. that being said when i saw you i was like yo it's like my dude yeah you know? yeah so I, I felt a little a little proud like oh, i was like man, yo, thank you dog you know? so i was like yo it's it, like one of my guys yeah it was like uh like it's like oh you follow him and then you see him from the bottom and he starts to come up and 
when I saw that, I still didn't believe it because I'm like, oh, it's in, it's in the, it's not in paper yet. It's not something I could grab. Right. You know, printing it out doesn't mean anything really. And when I went, I was at Stop and Shop by you. <laughs> and I'm with my friend, my friend Sean, and I'm like, dude, this magazine's here. And then I saw it, and it was in my hands. Wow. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. Because it's in paper. It's like it's there. It's the, the issue is in my hands. It was an amazing, like, just feeling of accomplishment to just even have my name in there. Yeah. So I, I could only imagine is the next goal to m- keep making it down the list. Yeah. Keep, on the keep, list, keep right? making it on the list. Maybe have a spread. Hey, this is who I am. Yeah. Uh, my picture in it. So I could like just frame it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think I would want, that's what I would want next. I wish there was more magazines out there that we still did magazines these days. But yeah. We don't. But so, you know what there is now? It's social media. Yeah. It's uh, podcasts. It's, yeah. it's other forms of content providers out mm-hmm. there uh, that, that share your information and yeah, yeah. share your story. So part of your story is Pancorp Agency. Yep. You know, you, you've mentioned AJ already. You made mention as, how did you guys come together? Because I see you now. You guys are like the best of friends. Mm-hmm. Did you always start off that way? We were pretty good friends uh, when he ran, when AJ was helping run FWE, Family Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, and that's when I was working there. That's when I first met him. Uh, when they were doing shows kind of all around Manhattan and Three-Legged Dog Studios downtown. And that's where I met him. And then he, we, you know, uh, FWE stopped, like, running. I was doing Warriors of Wrestling. We didn't fall out of touch. We still kept in contact. I think he may have talked to my ex more than he spoke to me. Mm. They were pretty cool, I think, from what I understand. And then one day we just started hanging out. Uh, and then the whole Pancorp thing happened where ECWA, there was a spot in Mike's car. And they're like, hey, come in. Mike, uh, Mike Law. There you go. And I went, I jumped in that car and I was like, let's go. Because uh, I was getting frustrated and tired of uh, what I was doing. I was just kind of spinning my wheels. I wasn't feeling creative. How many years in the business were you oh, at that man, point? It may have been seven. But it was just, I was just frustrated. I was yeah. trying. I felt like maybe I wasn't trying hard enough. And uh, I, I felt like I needed something to do different. Because this, me doing the same thing is, you know, it's, you're, you're going crazy. You're going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. And I needed to set small goals. And that was one of them was be, to be an ECWA from the jump, from when I started wrestling in 2009. Was go there because Super 8 and all the top guys were running through there. Yeah. So if I could get there, one, I'm going to learn. That's what, what's going to end up happening. You're going to learn a bunch, and you're going to go up against these guys, and you're just going to be more seasoned, you know, more experienced through just being there. But I just didn't want that. I wanted to go there, and I wanted to excel. So that opportunity popped up, and I just jumped all over, and I ate it up. And that was me cracking Joe Gacy with the championship belt. And then they didn't use me for, I think, six, seven months. But in those six and seven months, I was just popping stuff out, still keeping myself up. Uh, with other shows and, and cutting promos, and I was still wasn't finding myself really. Yeah, I was cutting them right here in front of this wall, and, and something clicked around the the ECWA time where it was like, this gotta go. No one's gonna relate to that. Mm-hmm. Let me go out there, be one with New York City. I'm from New York City. It's a beautiful backdrop of the city. Use it. I live in Forest Hills. Yeah. How many pro wrestlers can say that? This is where 
the Ramones came from. This mm-hmm. is Spider-Man was, you know, <laughs> from here. right down the block. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? And there's like so many cool spots that I could go to and just take inspiration from. And that's how I got with the Pancorp, you know. It was, and then me and me and AJ, would we, we started to talk more and hang out more. And I would share ideas with him. And sharing ideas with him was like, yeah, dude, do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's do this. Oh, let's do that. And then it was like a click, 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 click. He's a great guy to talk through ideas with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's that's definitely what I've like an amazing guy to yeah. talk through ideas with. And we click. And uh, everybody in that, in that in our circle clicks. There's nobody that's like, oh, no, 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 no. We all, and we all help each other. So, like, I, I feel like I'm really good at filming something yeah. on, a, on a phone and make it look really, really different. We do that. AJ's really good with the direction of something. So he'll lead me to X, Y, and Z, hit these bullet points. Mike and As, you know, Mike has a lot, has Barbie. Mm-hmm. He has the barbell. You know, As is just As. As is now coming to his own after seven, 16, 17 years. And that guy's been in the ring with everyone. The greats, many of the greats. Everyone. Yeah. You know, Jushin Liger, Kenny Omega. He was JP, you know, light heavyweight champ. Yeah. Got Ring of Honor, TNA. You know, he's been everywhere. Japan. Yep. So... You know, being around him and having him critique my matches and saying, "Okay, look, you know what I did wrong, what I did right. If I do anything wrong, eat me alive. Tell me, tell me what's up. Mm-hmm. You know, if I did anything good, okay, you did that, fine, and whatever. But you know, having him there, policing us to let us, yo, it, it's a, it's great because you're under this learning tree. You know, it's, it, it reminds me, and Michael J. Putty is gonna love this reference because he's a big <laughs> Evolution fan. Yeah. It reminds me of Evolution. You know, <laughs> yep. you know, Triple H and, and Ric Flair taking young guys under their mm-hmm. wing, and and you know, like everybody's benefiting from mm-hmm. everybody in the group. Yeah, everybody's gelling together. Um, you mentioned something really cool because I did notice you using the streets, the New York City mm-hmm. as your backdrop. A lot of movies use New York City as a backdrop mm-hmm. and it becomes a character to who the characters in that yeah, yeah. movie are part of. What is your favorite part of New York City? Where do you like to hang out? Me, uh, right now, where I currently live in Forest Hills, I love Forest Hills, uh, but where I like to hang out, where like it's me and I feel like oh, it's my spot is usually Soho. Okay. You know, NoHo, that area. I love coffee shops. I'm a big coffee shop guy. So I'll look for a coffee shop chilling there for a little bit. You know that, but that's me. Um, New York City is me. When I f- was thinking of how to become me or throw me into the mix, into ca- character, it was like, let me just be me. I'm from New York City. You know, you see LAX do it. Yeah. You know, uh, Proud and Powerful, they, they're doing it now in AEW, but their hood, their street. You know, we all came up from the same barrio, you know, the same hood. But I, from a, I went in a different direction. You know, I grew up in the projects. I was born there. I was, mm-hmm. You know, Rutgers Houses, Lower East Side. But I didn't like staying in the Lower East Side. Did not. It was like, okay, let's go, you know, Soho. For someone who doesn't know New York like we know New York, mm-hmm. um, how was the Lower East Side when you were growing up? It's terrible, man. You had, like, drug addicts. You had guys all, like, you know, pilled out, like, women pilled out, kids running around gang banging on every corner you know it's, it's still meh rough did you ever uh, get involved in like that troubled youth type no. type of environment i had wrestling my mom put me in front of wrestling and i was hooked it was like in this like this weird 
attraction to it, not weird in a bad way, just like I didn't understand why I loved it so much and would have rather stayed home, watch wrestling, mm-hmm. you know? And with that, my mom had ended up getting me this blue WWF ring. I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and, and all these figures from her friend. Her, her friend gave her a bag of to- uh, guys. Oh, man, that's awesome. And she got me the ring from this this path mark that was like that was um, there back in the day. And, uh, yeah, that, that was it. I would come home from school, mm-hmm. and it was wrestling superstars, like, in the bedroom. Yeah. That was it, you know. And then as I got older, still, Monday Night Raw, you know, I'm there at home, I would rather play with wrestling toys after my homework than go out and hang out and run around. There who were, was, who were you, your guys back then? Are they And are they still the guys that inspire you yeah, today? Yeah, uh, man, Shawn Michaels, Brett the Hitman Hart, Mr. Perfect, Ravishing Rick Rude, Macho Man Randy Savage, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper, the list goes on for guys, man. I don't have one particular favorite. And then obviously when you get when I got older, it was like The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, and, and, and staying and everybody like that. Um, so... It, it clicked to you early on, and you connected with wrestling. Yeah. It clicks with a lot of people. What is the difference between you and everybody else where you said, you know what, it clicks for me in a way that I want to make this a career. I want to go and train. Where did you go and train? What got you your foot in the door to this business? It's a funny story, funny you asked, because I'm in high school. Mm-hmm. I don't know where or how to start. This one kid came up to me, and God bless my soul, I don't remember his name. Comes up to me and says, yo, I know you like wrestling, and you're doing a little... I did like a little backyard wrestling with this kid, oh, really? Mark, that I had a, I was friends with at the time. And we would go in Seaview uh, Park in Canarsie in Brooklyn and throw down there. And this kid knew about it, that we, I was doing it. Comes up to me and says, yo, this is kid Barry that does it too. Oh, let me introduce me. I meet Barry. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You like wrestling? Yeah, I love wrestling too. Oh, we got these guys who wrestle for like the independents, but they do backyard. Okay. And back then, you know, backyard wrestling was frowned upon. Like, oh, you're doing backyard. You suck. I didn't care. I just wanted to wrestle. And so many people that are in the big stage now who started there. Yeah. Well, so. so it's nothing to be ashamed of. Not back then, I, I didn't know. So, you know, and uh, we, we go and we meet up with these guys. And this is, this is in another hood, like Ozone Park. Like, you know, Brownsville. That's like, around my neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> Back man. In the day, yeah. And, and these guys are killing each other on these floor mats. I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> and uh, Brandon at the time ended up, Brandon Resto, getting a wrestling ring. <laughs> and what I did was I conned him <laughs> into keeping that ring in my backyard. Oh. <laughs> so to answer your question, that's wow. when it clicked. I was like, I want to wrestle for, like, ever. Because <laughs> this is what I want to do. But I got to figure out how to do it when like I could do it all the time. Yeah. So I got the ring in my backyard, which is actually the hog ring that they train in. No, it's no way. Yeah, it's this crazy, giant, small of a ring. Uh-huh. Why I say giant? Because it's heavy. And the walls and the bolts go in like at two. It's crazy. Okay. Anyway... It, it so put wait, it in. wait, wait a second. <laughs> so the wrestling ring that HOG has to, to train now, now to this day is was in my backyard in Canarsie. They don't even know that. <laughs> well, this is why you're. Hey talking. guys. <laughs> hey, Red. How you doing? I'm Joey Ace, by the way. That ring used to be in my backyard in Brooklyn. How did it transition from your um, backyard to to there? I don't know. Because I had moved out like 2007, 8, 
at so you the sold city. the house with the ring? Yeah. Like, no, but I got Brandon. Hey, yo, you got to pick up your ring because oh, I'm out. Okay. And he came and picked up his ring. All right. Yeah, yeah. So that's how it started. Um, and, yeah, I, I started, like, just every day. Let me go bump. Let me go run the ropes. Let me go do this and that and whatever. Uh, and then it clicked. But then there was a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, real life gets in the way. You got to kind of figure out what you're going to do for work and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And, uh, you know, I worked Aber- Abercrombie and Fitch, you know, whatever. And then I got a job. I like as girls a- who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Man, being at Abercrombie and, P- <laughs> and Fitch, working at, gra- I, I get tongue-tied. <laughs> Talked about my crush, look, uh, is Angelina Jolie. There was like tons of them there. Anyway, that's another story for another podcast. But <laughs> We could get into it a little bit. Because <laughs> I've always wondered, I mean, there's a lot of great good-looking people who work for that company. Anytime I go to their stores, I'm just like jaw down and I'm like... Well, back in the day, it was like that. Not now. Now, because, you know, oh, they can't do this. They can't discriminate. So they just hired anybody. But back then... There were standards. There was a standard, and that motherfucker was high. <laughs> These girls that were, I was just like. I, <laughs> Did you ever hook up with a girl? I can't. No, I don't kiss and tell. <laughs> I don't kiss and tell, brother. Oh, man. I mean, just yes. Know, <laughs> I, I may have, I, it was the worst of times, and it was the best of times. More best than it was worse. All right. But the worst right. were worse. Woo. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, it was a fun time, but I started, it was around 2008, 2009, and I started pro wrestling, like training out in Long Island and around Konkuma. Before that, it was a brief moment where I was at Ace Pro Wrestling training. Okay. Before I got to Long Island. And it was a very brief time because I didn't know where else to go, what to do. So I went, I found out about Ace, went to Ace. Trained there for a bit with Mike Morgan's guys. So the two sessions I remember doing... I was there with Spiral, and God bless his soul. Uh, he taught me a lot that day, I remember. And he was very unselfish. And then there was uh, Jay Lethal, and he just beat me up, which is not a bad thing. But he was very, like, just showing me things okay. and how to take certain things. So it was a great learning experience. I just got my ass whipped, which I'm forever grateful for anyway. But that was that session, and I remember going back, same thing, getting my ass whipped. But I remember, like, you know, Jay Lethal telling me, hey, look, you know, you want to start now where you want to emulate your favorites. And then once you emulate, you'll figure yourself out. Mm. And that's what happened. Because I was like, I'm sure your guy, I'm like, your guy's macho, man. He's like, yeah, my guy's macho, man. I punch like him, I kick like him, I do the jabs, you know. And he had the whole flamboyant thing of, you know, black machismo. And then I thought about that. And I'm like, you know, I love Michaels. I love Brett. I love all these guys. Let me swag my way through it and then I try to develop my own swagger through it because mm-hmm. that's what I also notice you watch wrestling you watch the, the top guys they all have a certain swag right they all have a certain way they punch a certain way they kick the way they walk the way they hit the ropes the the, the look in their eye they they all had a swag and that's what I was trying to find out about me how was it what was I going to be and how I was going to do it outside of the ring who was your toughest opponent? Outside of the ring? Life. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you son tough. of a bitch! <laughs> life, life, life was tough on you. Yeah, but life is tough on everybody. What's the, what's the hardest lesson that you had to learn from life then? 
Uh, it is what it is. Life goes on. Keep moving. What, what happened in your life that taught you that lesson? Oh, man, there's so much. <laughs> uh, well, with wrestling or just in life in general? Uh, let's, let's stick to the wrestling part. Wrestling? Yeah. The rejection. Constant rejection. You're going to get rejected, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any up-and-coming guy, you're going to get rejected. Um, yeah, it's the, it's the rejection. Uh, no, the being ignored. Maybe things don't go your way. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they don't go your way. So you just kind of have to roll with it and adapt to the changes that are made and adapt to the situation that you're given. And you're not always, things aren't always going to be this magical thing in, in your mind of how you want things to be. Things change. Things on a snap of a finger, blink of an eye, things could change. So yeah. you have to be ready for that and be able to adapt. Gotcha. Yeah. What are your thoughts about the current state of professional wrestling? I dig it. I love it. There's a lot of changes happening. There's a lot of like things, you know, people are growing. Uh, there's just a lot of it, and there's a lot of opportunity. But a lot of the opportunity, I feel people are like, whoa, but it's not given to you. You have to go out there and take it. Because okay. we're in a day of social media. So it's about creating content. It's about you having a podcast and having me on, which I'm super grateful for, to allow me to be able to, you know, a platform for me to speak and tell my story and tell my stuff. And, and, but also, guys can do that by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, so let's talk some shit. What's up? Um, I hate it. This is one of my pet peeves. And then you could share your pet peeve with us in wrestling. One of my pet peeves in wrestling is what you just mentioned. Guys who may be great in the ring, have a great personality, yep. but do not use their resources to their advantage. Social media is an important tool for someone in the professional wrestling business to take advantage of. Doing podcast interviews, doing uh, articles, anything that gets your name out that puts you in front of a new audience is important. And And I told you this before, I hate it when someone just shows up at a wrestling show, didn't promote the show, didn't cut a promo, didn't say they were gonna be there, and they're just there. And I'm like, there's so much more that goes into you being part of that show you're part of a whole story that goes on before people even go to the rings. It's, it's, it's a level of respect for me as a fan to go to a show and know everybody who's going to be on the card, but feel like I connected with them before I got to mm-hmm. the building. You do that well. I, I try my best. And here's the thing. If I'm going to make you come to this wrestling show, I have to make you come to this show. Yeah. You have to have a reason to come to this show. You have to have a reason... To see me either win or lose. Get my ass kicked or triumph. You have to get a reason, right? There has to be a reason. So right. whoever I'm up against or whatever match or whatever, you know, is happening, I have to talk about it. I have to let the world know how it makes me feel and what I plan to do. And whether you get behind that or not is your prerogative. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the thing. It's true. It's true. Now, that's my pet peeve. Yep. What's your pet peeve in wrestling? Uh, guys not, you know, cutting promos. Guys not in- investing the time it takes to promote themselves on a show. That That's a big one. Because I take my, you know, I have my group of friends. We have, you know, Ray Kalitri. We have Az. We have Mike Law, AJ Pan. We go out there and sometimes it's freezing. It's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. We go out there and we and we plan. We, we sit there and we're like, yo, what are we going to do next? 
I wanted to say this and this. What would be a good backdrop for like X, Y, Z? Can we figure this out and do that? It doesn't take that long. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's like an all-day thing. You know what you're going to do. You know what you're going to say. You're going to go out there and you say it. But you act it. If guys could do that, you know, then we're able to play off. Yeah. And we create something. You know, we, I, I look, there's blueprints out there for it. Look at Conor McGregor. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Floyd Mayweather. You know, Chael Sonnen. Anyone who watch UFC... These guys just talk, you know, and, and they create content. I want to be able to relate. That's how I think. I want to relate to the person. On, on Like, when I watch wrestling, I wanted to be Shawn Michaels. I wanted to be the guy shaking his hips, dancing around, flicking his hair, talking to every woman in the world and having every woman in the world. Like, that was my guy. Brett the Hitman Hart would walk out to the ring. My aunt, my, my mom, my cousins would cry would cry because they saw Brett the Hitman Hart come out and just with his arms and his jacket his wet hair tanned up you know what I mean they would cry Brett would be losing and they would be like oh my god no Brett like crying and I would look at them and be like why why are you crying like what what is it you know because Brett was their guy guys now and independents need to do that girls need to do it too uh, yes, they do. You're they, they need right. to do it too. You, look, you want a flyer, yes, okay? Right. A pretty face, that's great. What's behind that pretty face? Because right now you're just a swipe right for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I got to read your bio. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me see what you're about. Ooh, you like where's the affirmation? <laughs> me too. I like this girl. Click like. But yeah, you know what? Guys need to. That's my pet peeve. Just like not promoting themselves. Speaking about Tinder. Uh, <laughs> The women in the industry are beautiful. Yeah. Right? What are you getting at? <laughs> what are you doing? Have You're you, a married uh, man. Have you ever been in a romantic relationship with someone in the business? Yes, I have. How did it work out? It does, was, does it work? Uh, it was it good? It didn't Who was it? Out. It didn't work out. It didn't work out because I, I was young. I was young, uh, young, dumb, and stupid. He didn't understand me, her, the business, or even just life in general. That's why it flaked. Um, now being, you know, I'm not, you know, 31 years old, you say that, uh, how you have a girlfriend and, and anything when you, while you're trying to be a pro wrestler and doing other things, and, oh yeah, I'm gonna go three cities in a weekend and I'm not going to be able to see you have both parties have to understand, Hey, this is what I do. This is my passion. And if you understand that this is my passion, this is my thing, then we're good. And know that when I have the time, it's all going to be about you. Mm. When the time we're together. But you have to allow me to do this. If you get it, if that person gets it, man or woman, right? Vice versa, whatever. If they understand that, then they're probably the person for you. If they don't, don't waste your time. Turn around, move on, and that's it. That's that. It is what it is. Yeah. It's as simple as that. When I came here, you were watching old school Monday Night Raw. If you had to put yourself in a storyline in the Attitude Era, oh, Joey man. Ace, Joey, where Ace. would you put yourself in in that time? Joey Ace in the Attitude Era. Wow. See, I always thought about that, but never got asked about it. I would have loved to been like maybe to start out something where you know, made my debut on, like, Shotgun. I love Shotgun. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, 
been on shotgun. Such a great concept, by the way. With with some kind of like, they would have been like a big schmoz with two guys, and then security comes out, and I'm like, one of, like, I'm a fan, and then got thrown over the guardrail, and then they're like, oh shit, you just threw a fan in the guardrail, and then maybe like the next week I came out, and interrupted that person's match. Wow. And 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 you know. And then had security escort me out the building, and everybody's like, "Who the hell is that?" It's the fan from last week. Yeah, and no one knows who the hell I am. And then like one day, I just like you know, I challenge this guy, whoever it could have been, freaking Brian. Who? You know, because he's like what the loose cannon throws somebody over it out and grabs someone, and then you know, yeah, and then we just have a fight. There's so many things I like about that already. <laughs> like, you know, first of all, shotgun. Yeah. For those who have not seen Shotgun, maybe you're part of this generation, which is cool. Check it out because I thought it was a great concept. Yeah. I wish my parents would have let me out that age to yeah, just be yeah. out in the city. But I would have loved to have been in Penn Station. The, oh, my oh, God. Oh, the Mirage nightclub? Yeah, oh, bro. Man, dude. Yo, that was sick, man. Yeah. Great concept. And, you know, hey, a robbery between you and Brian Pillman would have been off the hook. Have you ever faced Brian Pillman Jr.? No, but I would love to. Who else is on that list? Teddy Hart. Teddy Hart, Brian Pillman. Let's do a top five. Give me three oh, more. Man, the top five? Man, I can't even think right now. <laughs> oh man. Why well, I can't think of anybody else right now? Asriel. As as you guys um, never uh we never locked horns in a one on one contest. We were in a five, in a six way for this bad boy when I won it and we barely touched. Uh Right now, a sunny kiss one more time because we, we rock and roll that Warriors of Wrestling, and I love Sonny. Mm. Um, Mike Law on a bigger scale, too. Me and Mike Law, we've had like little things, but nothing, <laughs> nothing big. Hey, Mickey, that's my dog, <laughs> by the way. Hey, um, Mickey. Yeah, it's Cameo. You hear him? He's like, <laughs> as soon as I said Mike good. Law, yeah, right? he said, what? Ruth, <laughs> Ruth, you, you heard him. <laughs> You're right. He just he went <laughs> like he was like, "Dad, you nuts, you crazy." Not Mike Law. Not Mike Law. Anybody but Mike Law. <laughs> Mike Law, hope you're listening. Yo, that is that is that is some good shit, man. But guys, in your own group, though. Yeah, because AJ Pan. You got so yeah, you got. He gets people. so pissed off with me when I'm like, "Yo, I want to fight ass." Yeah, he's like, "No," oh. and I'm like, "Shut up! I do what I want." Maybe I'm the loose cannon, brother. I think so. I went from salty to going nuts. That's what happened to me. You see the voice change and everything. Well, look, it just go back to normal, and it just gets real deep. One of the matches I would like to see from your top five would be you versus Teddy Hart. What promo would you cut on Teddy Hart right now? Man, oh, you put me on the spot. It's just the legacy, man. It's just like, you know, well, that's all I hear about is, is this legacy, the heart legacy. And a man who's got, had everything given, like, he's had everything and just squandered every opportunity. And there's these guys, you know, like me, like myself, that's out there grinding it out. You know, in the in New York City and all the cities in the world, grinding it out here. And you got guys like him because he was a part of a family because of a last name and a legacy that was handed down to him. And I'm here carving out mine, carving out mine while I hear stories and go on YouTube and watch 
old footage of just him pissing things away. Great athlete. Amazing, tremendous athlete. But that's it. Would Red Velvet be on the line if you had of to face Of course it would be. <laughs> red Velvet on the line. Look, this was called the Big Red before. I rechristened it last week in front of the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, as the Red Velvet. All right. If we want to keep following you, where can we do that on social media? On Twitter, at JoeyAce1988. On Instagram, at JoeyAce1988. And on Facebook, just add me, Joey Ace. I'm there. Follow me. And after the show, we'll be adding Tinder back on there, and we'll let you know where you can follow me. We're not adding Tinder back on there. No. No. Joey, we still got last call going on, so hang around. Last call, baby. This is the five-star stud, the champagne poppy, Joey Ace. And I want to thank you for listening, but we're not done just yet. Stay tuned until the end of this episode for Last Call. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. All right, there's a lot of uh, TV happening this week. Who watched what? I would like to say. Okay. Um, you know who's impressing the fuck out of me lately? Oh, let me guess. Hold on. The Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny? The Viking Raiders. No. Um, I'm just going to tell you. The Miz. Finn Balor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't guess that. Okay. No, Finn Balor. When are you impressing you? Since he's gone back to NXT, like he, it's so different than the way he was in the main roster. He, it seems like he's just he's more loose. Mm-hmm. He's happier. He's enjoying himself. He's playing a different character than what we've seen. He's playing a heel, and he's just it's like a fresh Finn Balor. Okay. And it's, I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling the new attitude. It's working really well for him. Do you see the demon coming back to NXT? Or is his character the prince? Um, I If it ever comes back, not for a very long time. Abel, anything you want to take down? Uh, I fell asleep through Monday Night Raw, and I saw the guys earlier this. Like, I legit fell asleep okay. through Monday Night Raw. Did you tape it and watch it later? No. Like, I heard it in the background. AEW? Do you watch AEW? I was... Can I tell you something? Bobby Lashley and Lana need to get the fuck out of... Trashly. Like, out of wrestling, period. No, you guys... Wrestling, period? Why? You're crazy. You are crazy. I think it... it, The fact that they invested so much time on Monday Night Raw on that angle... It's going a little too long. I'll I'll, I'll admit that. It's going a little too long. I like CM Punk's payoff on it. Did you watch it backstage? I, I yeah. did hear about the, the payoff. I was telling Mark, it's a good idea. Mark, a couple weeks ago, this storyline is stupid. We've seen it before. It's played out. It's boring. It doesn't really resonate with wrestling, but I always stop stupid. and watch this when I'm fast-forwarding wrong. It's stupid. This is one of my points i got to stop and watch. Really? Yeah. To, to watch what? Jerry Nothing Springer. happened? Did Lana get press implants? I, what? No, looking, I, I don't uh, think so. They're looking bigger than normal. I, I think, honestly... It, it, I'm paying attention. Just, <laughs> my mind. Is, is it like the Howard Stern factor? Like, the bigger audience like, with him? Are people that actually hate him? Like, maybe. Like, people Which can't stand it. They, they want to listen just to talk trash. They just right? want to yes, see what happens about, next. Yeah, they want to they yeah. watch this to trash it. Yeah. These, these keyboard yeah. warriors want to go, oh... Keyboard warriors. I mean, it, I think the storyline's not bad at all. Well, I, I, I mean, actually... I'm fine I with the storyline. It's relatable. What? It's relatable. Not bad. It, it can happen. Like, so it's, it's, thing that it's, it's not believable because you know they're still married in real life. Yeah, but okay. But Do you know that? Time, you know what? It had people not, questioning, you honestly. Heard. My wife was questioning. 
How, how do you know for the a fact? Casual wrestling fan is questioning. Yeah, that's a good point. We would have heard about yeah. it. I would. And your sources that call Brock Lesnar a dick would have told you by now. Hey, listen, I was taken out of context. It was for not the taken out of context. Taken I out play of the context. whole clip. I'll play the whole clip next time. <laughs> I, I heard that you think you could take Brock Lesnar. I never. I literally God. never said that. You did but numerous it, times. But you did shows. say you had a belt, black belt. I do have a black belt. You said, which, you, which, you said you could take him. We're going to take a ride. To, to I never said I could take Brock Lesnar. Yes, you did. Numerous times. I said I would, if pushed. Move on, James. TV takedown. AEW. Okay. Man. I love the show top to bottom. I think that... That was going to be Green Man's thing, but James, okay. You know what it is, man? Like, about AEW, it, it gives me that Monday Nitro feel, but, like, on steroids. It really does have the Monday you know, Night Nitro. I, I got to be honest with you, man. Like, they've been... This has been the best show I've seen since they debuted this wow. past week. Uh, the segments are premiere. Every, everybody that cuts a promo on there delivers, okay? Their promos are week, definitely beating out WWE, for 100%, sure. 100%. For sure. 100%. So, this week, the promos... In the matches, and I gotta say, the main event between the Bucks and LAX, or what, nice. what you call them, PMP now. Oh my okay. god, that Texas street fight was nice. phenomenal, man! Crazy spots all over the place, but just the story that they told and SCU at the ringside. The winner is going to be going against SCU. Obviously, we found out that it was going to be uh, the Bucks, I believe, going against SCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a great match all around, man. I thought the whole show in general, though, delivered. And for me, show. it was something. It was something different. Like you know, I watch. Uh, th- I tried to make it through Raw, and uh, I watched SmackDown, and you know, Impact, MLW. But AEW is that product right now that everybody's on because it's fresh. It brings that nostalgia factor in there with WCW, and it's just. I I feel like the only thing that they need to work on is commentary. In promotion. I think their like, sound quality is not very good. Yes, yes. Um, sound quality. The music to the entrance. Is that bothering you? Some, audio no, so, and the so, commentary, uh, I think. The, yeah, there's something off of the com- uh, with the, the commentary comes in very low. Yeah, but th- yeah, it does. But this week it actually got better. Okay. I always find the audio to their entrance is not in, in tune. Like, it doesn't mm. get me excited. I know yeah. how it sounds live, but it's like, is their entrance music really on? Like, I, I can barely hear it. Can we... I, I would just like to make a note real fast. This is the first time, at least in this ratings war, tied. Tied, yep. It was tied? That even, yep. Seven, yeah. 778,000. 778? Wow. Seven, yeah. yeah. That's weird. And yeah. I thought, you know... But that doesn't include the DVR ratings, though. But right. Well, I mean, but that, but Has that ever crazy, happened in the Monday man. Night Wars? Were they ever tied? Not that I'm aware of. I don't remember that either, ever being, like, right there. That's crazy. I mean, I thought I didn't watch NXT. I, I don't channel, you know, surf or whatnot. I don't go back and forth. But do you I'm an AEW NXT? guy. Do you record NXT or just don't watch it at all? Or do you watch it the next day on the network? <laughs> Still think hurt trading. Yes, that, that that's exactly what I do. But you know, I think AEW overall, in my opinion, is probably the best um, overall wrestling show out there and it's crazy because they're still a young company they're still growing i mean once yeah. they fix these little nuances like have more people but, sign onto yeah. the company well i'm glad you're mentioning like the the people um aspect of it because uh, there were some people like talking about aew that it wasn't a very uh big roster like they're they're just keep pushing the same people but because they just don't have the roster yet. they don't have the roster but i yeah, think that's great though because depth. it is a young it, it's a good mix of old and new talent yeah and the more you see these newer faces and get to know them get to know the characters i mean jr it, is starting to get to know him little by little because yeah. he messed up everybody's name <laughs> the whole episode. like yeah, towards yeah, the yeah. end of it it was kind of like a joke but I'm like, I, I kind of felt bad for the guy because I'm like, He's I'm making it a joke. I do that too. It's fine. I do that too all the time. <laughs> you know, JR, it's like he's at the point in his career where he, he can't do anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? He, he messes up. It's By like, the way, okay. it, it must have been a joke when he was 
going to commercial, but then saying, oh, wait, yeah, but we're still we're saying on picture anywhere. and picture. We're yeah, still here. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was crazy, man. But you know what? I got to be honest with you, man. Aside from AEW, MLW. Does anybody here watch MLW at all? Uh, un- unfortunately, no. not on the reg. No. Dude, one hour. Cord Bowers Power Hour, I call it, man. You got to watch MLW, man. Where can we watch it? Well, BN Sports. If you have, uh, I think, Fios or whatever cable company you have, BN Sports. If not, YouTube. They dropped the episode on YouTube. Uh, it's one hour. And I got to be honest, it's similar to AEW. It's like a, it's called Fusion, but it really is like a Fusion. You have Lucha Libre. You have, like, mat wrestling. You have, uh, you know, hardcore action. Uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything, man. James, you just spent the last couple of minutes talk, ranting and raving about MLW and AEW. You need to wake the fuck up, bro, about Impact. <laughs> Impact is phenomenal. Impact yeah. is fantastic. My takedown is I'm loving Rob Van Dam's new characters. It's very real. Very real. It's something I've not seen. Because I'm not a big RVD guy. I've never been into RVD. Never my guy. Dude, what I are you waiting never... for, dude? You know? I yeah. tell you, you know, me and, uh, you know, Katie, we're over here. We're just, uh, this, this new evolution. <laughs> you know, I got something going on. I can't make the show tonight, dude. It's all right. This new evolution of his character is fantastic. He's partnered with Katie Ford. Forbes. Forbes, my girlfriend, man. Um, Come on. I just, just dude, you got to get together. This is, side, putty. this is side of you got a question for me? I'm over here now. This is side of already I've not seen. And, um, you should it, ask him right now. Everything's right here. Man. I can't it believe was, he got him. You it wasn't a question. Him. It wasn't a question. I'm well, well, I've not seen I mean, before. dude, you know, I'm not, I'm not charging for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you, well, I do have you here. Yeah. One of the matches on Impact was Rob Van Dam takes on Rhino with Tommy Dreamer, a special guest referee. How long is this ECW nostalgia going to last? You know, you know, Everyone's I, loving these three guys in the ring. So throw Sandman in there. Throw some other schlub yeah. from ECW in there. Does anyone really want to throw yeah. Sandman anywhere right yeah. now after <laughs> these comments that he made recently? I don't think so. But yeah. like, how, everyone's still loving ECW. Talking about ECW and Impact, Cam- Impact commentary. How is, Do you see this ECW phenomenon, this nostalgia, ever Ooh, going away? Phenomenon. You know, I, I think you know, ECW was, uh, was ahead of its time, man. You know, and right now... Everybody's on the bandwagon for impact, and everybody's loving the whole fucking show. <laughs> Rob Van Dam. So, to be honest with you, buddy, you know, I, I gotta say, you know, right now, whatever they want to do with me and Katie is, it, it, you know, it's just fine. I mean, you know, I'm down for whatever. Honestly, dude. I mean, listen, I'm here for a paycheck. I'm here to make money. And that's what I'm doing. You Impact. smell great, by the way. Uh, what listen, does that smell? Well, it's it's called uh, African Kush. It will gain two interviews in for this show. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Ace with RVD pulling you know, double listen, duty tonight. That's what dude, I do. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Forget about the rest of the show, man. This is the whole fucking show. Rob Van Dam. Great. Welcome to the show. Putty's un- <laughs> uninfused. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about TV this week before we move on to our quote-unquote three count? RVD I'm, went out of here, so. I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you, RVD. It's time for the three count. So as we mentioned earlier, Batista in the NWL will be inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame in 2020. Future Hall of Famer Randy Orton has gone on Twitter to push for the induction of the most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock. That's who he wants in the Hall of Fame. So who do we think deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame? Now, for us to, to count down our top three, that would be, what, 16 names? So we're going to shorten it in the interest of time. 
Each one of us is going to pick one person. Four times three is 12. That's what I thought too, right? Four, eight, 12. Are you, are you serious? Oh, it's four of us. There's 16. Four times three. Four, oh, I don't know. Too many shots of wrestling. <laughs> so save us some time. We're each going to pick one. Welcome to the one count, if that makes sense. So uh, who wants to start us off? Green Man, take it away. Well, let me tell you. Uh, if we're talking about the Hall of Fame, there, there's names every year that get thrown out there. I'd like to see someone who, who's made an impact, who definitely deserves the notoriety. I'm talking about Bam Bam Bigelow, guys. One of the best big men in our business. Yep. Uh, talking Is about the, in? the WrestleMania no. moment that he had with Lawrence Taylor. That made, and I wasn't even a big football fan, but that made it for me. So, Bam Bam Bigelow, he's such, such a great guy, too. Like I heard that too. Yeah, that's, that's what I heard, yeah. I agree with you on that one. Bam Bam Bigelow should be in the Hall of Fame, and it I, should happen. I'm shocked he isn't, right? For whatever reason, I thought he was. But, no, absolutely. Bam Bam Bigelow is probably one of the best uh, bigger wrestlers to, to wrestle. I mean, the guy had a plethora of moves. I mean, plethora. plethora excuse me. I, hey, drink, I was drinking earlier. Earlier. A multitude, an array. Uh, an array of moves. Thank you. Many moves. You know, he... Uh, you know, for his power, for his size, dude, hit one of the best moonsaults I've seen. Oh yeah, he was great. He was great, and the, the tattoos, the the look, the look, the alone, look of yeah. Bang Bang. You know, like you, you talk about people like really, you know, creating a, a, a the identity of themselves that is unique. He had a very unique look, and the tattoos for me, like it was something that was wild. And him and Luna Vachon, I mean, come oh on. yeah, great team, great. Put him in the Hall of Fame, Michael J. Putty. Marcus? Um, I'm actually going to go with a woman okay. for this. Uh, I think Miss Elizabeth mm-hmm. should very much be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. We know. got Macho Man Randy Savage here, too. You know, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, will you marry me? Yeah. Great moment. <laughs> Great moment. You know, one of the most iconic um, valets, I think, in wrestling history. Miss Elizabeth, I mean, the storylines that she had with Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, later on with Hulk Hogan, and eventually WCW going to, uh, with NWO. Uh, you know, I mean, she she was amazing. I mean, everyone, everyone that was a wrestling fan loved Miss Elizabeth, whether they had a crush on her or they just was a, she was a wrestling sweetheart, pretty much. It's true. James? All I ask you to do is to open your eyes and see. I am the man. I am the master and the ruler of the world. Psycho Sid. I was gonna say these guys Why? are very confused as to who. Why you is are it person- no, Psycho I know you're Sid? Talking about, but isn't Psycho Sid? He's not in the Hall of Fame either. No. <laughs> Damn. Can we do this again? We're live. <laughs> Psycho Sid needs to be in the Hall of Fame now. Not for his promos, not at all, but just the psychology, the psychoness. In my opinion, I, I mean, listen, that, that's somebody that should be in there, man. He had one of the most epic entering injuries I've ever seen. Oh, my <laughs> God. Just for that alone, he should be. I mean, again, there's probably like more people that, that are way above Psycho Sid that should be in the Hall of Fame. But right off the top of my head, I think about Sid and I think about the 1997 things where you know he became champion and he lost to The Undertaker. And, and then Hogan thing, the Hogan issue in 92. So I think Psycho Sid should be in uh, the Hall of Fame. I mean, Psycho Sid, I mean, you know, there, there are definitely people that are, will bash him and his promo ability. But say what you will about him. I mean, the guy has been around for a long time, professional wrestling. He's done a lot, uh, no matter which promotion he's been in. Yeah. And the, the guy had an intimidating look. Uh, he can go in the ring. Uh, you know, he, he just there was something about Psycho Sid that 
you know, you, you naturally just you wanted to watch more. Yeah, I not agree necessarily hear more, but wanted to yeah, watch yeah. more. <laughs> Listen, you definitely didn't want to hear more, but uh, you wanted to watch more about him because you know he had this. It, it was his demeanor, man. The guy legitimately looked like a nut job. Oh, hundred percent. He came out there, his eyes bugged out. He's talking to himself. You know, you know. Fun fact for everybody over here: He actually shit his pants <laughs> in a match against the Undertaker at WrestleMania 13. Really, I didn't uh, know that. I would yeah. shit my pants too in a match against <laughs> the Undertaker. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, true fact, man. Look it up. It's um, and Taker no sold it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> uh, like the champ two, that he is. Take, Taker's a man, man, uh, and won that title. Uh, great. I, I think WrestleMania 13 is underrated. WrestleMania, by the way. Putty, that's a fair, uh, that's a fair assessment. So nobody took yeah. the names on my list. I got to shorten it down now. Okay. I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon with, uh, obviously, say, Owen Hart or Christian, because I think both of the men deserve it equally, especially yeah. Christian. But everyone's voting for Christian. Somebody, I don't hear people backing up as much as a former WWE champion, former United States champion, former IC champion, a three-time tag team champion, 18-time hardcore champion, wow. and a one-time European champion. Don't forget that. John Bradshaw Layfield. He transformed his character from a mid-card nobody cowboy into the acolyte, into the APA, and then... To the tested Wall Street snob, or as I call him, the wrestling god, who was the a heat- wrestling god. god, who was a heat magnet. He could draw heat wherever he went. Maybe because he was a real life, he was an asshole. Maybe that helped too. And until <laughs> summer of 2018, he was the longest reigning champion in SmackDown history. You know that he got reactions wherever he wanted. I think he does rightfully deserves a place in the Hall of Fame. Not I- this year. Headline a class later down down the road. Is but. he someone of headlines? You think? Absolutely. No. I, 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 I don't, for I don't, all no, the no. Okay. for all the accolades that you've given to JBL, and, and trust me, he's done a lot in wrestling. Okay. Um, I, I don't necessarily know if he has a strong enough name power to headline uh, a Hall of Fame. They're running I out agree. of headliners. What's that? They're running out of headliners. They're actually going to be yeah, a time when there's no big yeah, headliner. No, left. I mean, it, no, no. I, dude, so long mm-hmm. as wrestling is going, you're gonna. I mean. But then you get someone like Batista who gets in way too early. No, I mean you have the Vince, Rock. You, you the still Rock. The rock. I mean, you still have only, John Cena. Right. You have the Undertaker. Three years. You have. Um, I'm so, trying to think. You eventually, Chris Jericho down the line. I told the Rock and Rolling. It's a long, long time <laughs> down the road. A long way down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a long way. I mean, there, there's still um, people that could headline. Know. And one honorable mention that I have is a former WWE champion, former ECW champion, and former former Royal Rumble winner. I don't think I need to explain Vince McMahon. I think that's some. That's oh. a name that's thrown around every year. <laughs> Shut up, damn it! You know what? Well, well, another one that could headline. I agree is, with you. Is Vince McMahon yeah, for the, sure? The, uh, he. No, we wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for him. No, like, we might be here talking about your jacket. hosting a podcast about your hit TV show, Unforgettable. Maybe instead of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but Triple H also said that he's not going to go in the Hall of Fame while he's alive. Really? So, right. Wow. Well, gonna, Vince doesn't want to. No. I, 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 why do you think he doesn't want to? Because Vince doesn't he doesn't want anybody mentioning his name on yeah. TV. He why? he doesn't want the attention on. He feels like it's going to take away attention from the product. But I would love to hear that speech though. But he's part of the product. He made the product. Right. For that, so many years, he was part of that storyline. He was part of that Austin attitude era. It was you me, know? Austin. So so why can't he understand that now, especially now when you're going into a ratings war and you're going into a time where everybody wants a piece of that WWE pie that, you know, your presence as Mr. McMahon is definitely required. No, I mean, you, you make a fair argument. Like, I understand both sides of it. Like, I myself, I would love to see Vince McMahon into the Hall of Fame while yeah. he's alive. Um, but I, at the same time, his reasoning, I, I understand it. I understand well. his reasoning, too. I get it. Yeah. But it's just sad that we're going to miss out on that great speech. Yeah, oh that'll be a hell of a speech. I can, I can imagine that speech. Right? Who would induct him, though? 
Stone Cold? His family. Stone Cold. Uh, Maybe Hogan. his family, yeah. Hulk Hogan, Hogan. yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Shawn Michaels. Multitude of people probably. Yeah, Shawn. Yeah, he, more than, he could be the one Taker. person that had Taker would be a lot of people, man. He'd be the one person who had would have multiple, multiple people, people induct him. Yeah, you know that that would be uh, that would be something. Uh, a name I'm surprised that wasn't mentioned, unless everyone still feels the same way about it. Because I still I when I on Twitter I hear a lot. Um, Chris Benoit. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, man. Listen, who? listen. Yeah. Honestly, man, I don't, I don't know who that name is. It sounds familiar, but I can't put a face to the name. Who? And it's killing me. Dude, it's killing me. What is that? What is that? <laughs> I'm hung so, up on that. I don't this, know. What Abel and Putty, obviously, I know where they're st- where they're standing. I, I think I'm with them. Um, but Jimmy, sounds like you have another take. I, I do, man. Listen, um, I don't agree with anything that happened in that whole situation. But you know what? Listen, I've had it's a real talk here. I've had family members that were on um, on drugs. Okay, and some of them lost their lives because of it, and some of them changed their lives around. Okay, now what Benoit went through, whatever he was taking or whatnot, steroids, or they said it was roid rage or whatnot. You know, people are not themselves when they're under the influence of, of drugs or alcohol, whatever. doesn't matter. Um, I think that when you take that out of the equation and you look at just his in-ring work, the man needs to go into the Hall of Fame for his in-ring work. I, I know it's fu- I listen. I know it's messed up. I know people may not agree with me. May may not be the popular decision, but I'm being real right now. If when, we're going solely yeah, off of in ring ability, I 100 percent agree with you. But you know, it's what happened. But completely. he was not I, in the right state of mind. I'm, I, I How get could it. you? But l- l- listen, I see what people say about it, but you cannot you cannot judge the man based on. You know he what killed, happened? He it killed his family. Yes, he, he killed, killed himself. his family. Killed himself. But again, obviously, the man wasn't right in his mind. So something happened. There was something that caused that. There was a chemical imbalance or whatever happened. Whatever he was taking caused that. It was not him at his normal state. Benoit at his normal state, okay, was a different man. I th- I, I, I personally for think- how long has Benoit. I can't believe we're getting into this conversation. For yeah. how long do you think Benoit was not in his normal state? I don't know. Like that's for a good, that's for a good it question. to get to that point, um, it, and, and we do actually have a podcast out where we go over all the episodes of that happened. It's called uh, Shot of Wrestling Presents uh, Reports. Yeah, we reported yeah. Yeah, on, I heard on the whole story. To that. Yeah. And it was wild. Was there was one. a lot of things that went down. I do not think it was an overnight thing. It, it, it's, 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 it's a buildup. Exactly. It's like saying someone who is an alcoholic or is a drunk or is part of or has that disease, you know, is doing horrible things just when he's drunk and it just happened this one time. Yeah. You know, it, 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 this one time is the last time. It, it's it's a huge time. Uh, you know, his family is not coming back. What Benoit no. did is you, there's no going back from. Yes. He, the guy did so much in the ring where that alone deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But, you know, he can't. You know, if Owen Hart can't be in the Hall of Fame right now, there's no way. Well, we you know, Chris the only reason Owen's not in there is because of his wife. Yeah. yeah, I get why. But you're going to really, like, so long as his wife is saying no to Owen Hart in the Hall of Fame, you can't that, put Chris Benoit in the Hall of Fame. Listen, listen, listen. Benoit and Owen, both of them need to be in the Hall of Fame. As far as wrestling goes, as far as... Owen Hart, wrestling, 100% needs to be in the Hall of yes, Fame. Yes, 100%. Owen, Owen also, you got to remember, this isn't a legit Hall of Fame. This is Vince Band's Hall of Fame. So going back to, <laughs> we're going back to Tribute to the Troops, what a PR darling that is having Chris Benoit inducted into your Hall of Fame is a PR nightmare because you're inducting a murderer 
All right, well, listen, even, even like, all right, going to football, Junior Seau had a similar problem. Junior Seau was one of the best linebackers to play the game. Yep. But, you know, what he did was a similar thing to Chris Jericho. Oh, Chris, oh, sorry, Chris Benoit. I think, I think somebody else. He didn't kill anybody. He killed himself. Oh, himself, yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I don't th- he kill anyone? I think if Chris Benoit killed himself, this wouldn't be an issue. But he killed his family. That's the problem. Yeah, but well, Junior Seau, though, is not going to the Hall of Fame. I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame in the NFL. He's not, no. No, and I don't think he will because it will be a PR nightmare. Because he killed himself? I think of how he did it. I'm pretty sure he did. did, he just, someone, did, I did he just, someone else die in that too? I'm pretty sure. I don't know, but... Um, I'm going to fact check myself. While you do that, let's, let's move on to some go-home thoughts. We, talk, we could be here all night talking about Chris yeah, Benoit. Yeah, we could. And the fact yeah. that he's never going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, a couple days, we're touring on Friday. It'll be TLC. I know, Mark, you want to go over the card real quick. But John Cena hasn't wrestled a match on any of the WWE pay-per-views in 2019, the last time he didn't wrestle on a pay-per-view for a full calendar year was 2001, before he debuted. Wow. Cena has competed on at least one pay-per-view from 2002 until 2018. So some sort of miracle happens. He wrestles to, on Sunday night at TLC. This record's going to be broken. The last time Cena wrestled on a pay-per-view was a super showdown that nobody freaking watched. 16-year-long record. Do you see that ever being broken? No. I don't think and many records this guy has created. I don't think ever being broken anytime soon. No, I, but congratulations I to you. A sixteen-year-long year. No, I, mean, I don't know who keeps track of this stuff. Whoever does, thank you for that. Sixteen-year-long what record? Of pay-per-view like, record. Pay-per-view record. Oh, okay. You know, you know what? Good job to John Cena. You know, just his longevity in the business. It's great. I have yeah. so I have a lot of respect for John Cena as an individual. Wasn't necessarily a fan of his character, but you know him as a performer and as a person. Like he's done a lot for this business, and kudos to him. So TLC, the car that we just found out what, yesterday, two days ago. <laughs> I, wish, I can't stand you. Know my feelings about that. Oh but. God. Well, I listened to to last week's show, and you, Michael J. Putty, you mentioned that this is, could be a new direction that they're going into. Yep. You so know, that's the, not giving out the the full card. Why bother? Yeah. I like it. I don't like it. I like it. It's something different. And I don't know if it's going to make me watch. I don't know the strategy behind it, but it's. Give it a shot. Let's see what happens. There's not a whole lot that's like right now TLC. It's like grabbing at me that makes me want to watch. I mean, the, the one thing, the one thing I'm invested in actually is the Miz versus Bray Wyatt. I think, I think that and the Roman Reigns thing are only two big matches they're even pushing. Really, you know why? I, I think that with the Miz, it's probably have you know Morrison just signed. I think he's going to play a factor in that match. I don't now. think so. It's got to be Daniel Bryan. Like, really? Um, Maybe both? Daniel Bryan definitely has to play a factor into that match somehow, some way. Whether, you know, he defends the Miz somehow or joins Bray Wyatt. I Lex, don't necessarily Lex know. Lex Luthor, Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Bald, completely shaven? I mean, it's going to be... I'm interested to see what happens. You know, it, the Miz, you put him in any storyline, man. It's just so... It's He's just so good at whatever role he's in. Yeah. I, I think that's an interesting dynamic to have the Miz against Bray Wyatt and not the Fiend. Yeah, I'm happy to see about that, yeah. Yeah. The match would probably steal the show. Aleister Black yeah. versus Buddy Murphy. <clears throat> oh, easily. That's yeah, going to steal yeah, the man. show. If it's not on the pre-show, which no one watches. On a side note, I'm tired of that damn red light with the Fiend. No, yeah. I, uh, I'm not a fan. Oh, God. I'm not a fan of the red light Get at all. Yeah. And Bruce Bob- like versus it. Bobby Lashley in a tables match. I like it. Who wins that one, though? Put Lana on the table. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm down with going with the CM Punk angle. Yeah, all right. I think that was very interesting. The, the one, another match I, I, I really I, – I don't know who I want to win. I just really hope to God it's book strong is uh, a ladders match they're going to do with the Kabuki Warriors and Charlotte oh, okay. and Becky. Mm-hmm. And these, like, 
no matter who wins that match, like it's it's got to be you, stealing the show. You know, I got I got to be honest, man. I, I think when you look at the women's division, like there's not many women on the WWE roster that I would say are like premier, except for Charlotte and Sasha. You know, on the main roster. What about Becky? I think she's overrated, man. You think she's overrated? I, in my opinion, yeah. I, I mean, she's okay, she's okay in the ring. I don't disagree with that statement. Okay in the ring. But I, I don't know, man. I think she's just... There's something off. I don't know what it is. There's like a disconnect for me with Becky. I don't know, man. I, I just don't see it. Like, you know, you look at Asuka, look at Kyrie Sane. They're great athletes. And, and it shows. And is Charlotte overall, all around... Charlotte is the complete package. Big. I think yes, Charlotte's the, the best... The Lex Luger, the total package. She She's the best wrestler... Yeah, I think in the game right now, period. I agree, and I look at her and Sasha as the top two, in my opinion. But when the, you look the at knock Becky, on Sasha though is she is injury prone. I would say that Charlotte has yet yeah. to have, except for a, a boob malfunction. I think Janet Jackson moment. Yeah, I think that was that was it. Who answers the uh, open challenge for the Viking Raiders? Is it going to be a surprise tag team? Is it going to be uh... the OC? Okay, that's fine. I'm thinking the OC, TLC. Let's talk about it next Makes week. Sense. I mean, uh, not a paper people seem excited about, so no. let's stop talking about it. You know what I am excited about, though? The Rumble. The Rumble. Oh, Rumble. <laughs> and if you're excited at, about it as much as we are, you yeah. need to come to our viewing party because it's going to be off the uh, Hell yeah. January 26th, going down to Buffalo Wild Wings in Forest Hills, Queens. Outlaw Pro Wrestling is going to be hosting it. Bull James going to be in attendance. There's a giveaway going on. There's a raffle. The first 30 people that make it there, you draw the number. If your number is the winner of the number that wins the Royal Rumble, you win the prize. And the prize will be announced on social media. Follow Shadow Wrestling on Instagram and Shout out wrestling oh, on shit. Twitter. You're able to get the fiend belt. <laughs> we, we, oh, 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 oh. That's fucking cool, bro. Yeah, called somebody that called somebody. You know, that's cool, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> There's a lot of great wrestling going on, guys. Uh, NWA Power, uh, also something that we haven't talked about, but they have a great show coming up. Want to congratulate our girl Tasha Steeles. Oh, uh, that's right, Tasha you know? Steeles. Yeah. NWA Power. Congrats to her. Congrats to her. Also, this past week, Big Swole and Chris Stantlander signing with AEW. Another great, two other great, amazing talents that we've seen in the independent area uh, around us. If you haven't seen them, this is your opportunity to check them out on that platform. And uh, this is just breaking news as while we're doing this episode, but uh, Ring of Honor had their show tonight. You know, it was Maria Mannix's first pay-per-view show, so congratulations to her. Congrats. Ringside in attendance, obviously her cool new boyfriend, Teddy Hart, there with his cat just hanging out. They were also at AEW. You, you know, speaking of Teddy, man, you know, he got uh, released by MLW. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... yeah. Uh, it, it's sad to say about the MLW news, but I like to see Teddy Hart that he's, you know, he's free. Yeah, he's free agent. Where's he going? Right now, this past week, he's been in AEW. Now he's been at ROH, but breaking news too. Just want to congratulate the new winners in ROH, the new tag team champions, Jonathan Gresham and Jay Lethal. Uh, Dragon Lee also wins the TV title, and PCO is their new world yeah, champion. Yeah, PCO! Wow. Now, if you want to learn a little bit you more about PCO, you, you could uh, listen to his interview that we did here on A Shot of Wrestling. It's episode 134. Check it out in our archives on Podbean. You could also check out everything from episode 1 through uh, 192. Yeah, way back on Podbean. Podbean oh, yeah. slash shotofwrestling.com, I think it is. Yeah. Before I was even here. 
<laughs> hey, before I was here too, man. You guys have been doing it, man. You guys deliver a shot of wrestling. Hey, listen, if you're in the New York City area and you haven't heard about a shot of wrestling, you might be living under a rock somewhere. I'm telling you right now. It's probably a nice rock, though. Yeah, it gotta be. Because it's New no, York. Maybe, maybe very, a metamorphic, maybe a sedimentary rocks. rock. It's a small rock that's maybe like you're paying a thousand a month for. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 2000 is fine. Yeah, New excuse York. me. It's New York. <laughs> Any other go-home thoughts before I wrap things up? Go downstairs to the bar, sing some karaoke, get some shots. Karaoke. Right, Mark? You want to do some shots? <laughs> I need to go to bed. I have a movie shoot. <laughs> oh, oh, roll out the carpet. Oh, Here we on. go Fancy. with the carpet. Of course, of course. Hollywood Schwan. Hey, Hollywood man. Schwan. They don't call me Hollywood for nothing. Because you call yourself Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you gave yourself that name. I never gave myself that name. Okay. You know, Schwan, was granted to me by the you know, squad. You're just upset right now. You know why you're upset? Because you know that Carter, we couldn't perform today. BCW didn't have a show today. Oh, I, wanted, I wanted Carter. Carter I wanted will, Carter to retain. Have, yeah, he would have retained. I wanted him to and retain. You know, Jaden would have lost. No, because I, I want Carter. Whole, okay. Yeah. As much as I want to see Darius Carter get his ass beat, oh, here I, you go. I wanted to see him to retain because, listen, there would be nothing sweeter for when Eric Jaden wins the number one contendership. To beat Darius Carter and shut him up once is, and for all. Is that your wet dream, Schwan? Because, listen, this is what you've been dreaming about for a while now. And you know it's not coming to fruition. So you got to let it go. You have to let it go. <laughs> Says you. She, yeah. Says you, right? Oh, I know. Because, listen, me, Carter and I, we speak on a regular. And That's cute. Just, just look. Just look at what Carter has done over the past I months. Am, you know, know what I would like years. to see, Michael J. Putty? These two have been talking about these for the last you know few the episodes. I would love to see a bet, a gentleman's bet between these two. I, I could, if Darius Carter and Eric Jaden ever go head to head in a championship match, you guys should wager something. I will wager something. I will, I, I will Whatever wager. it is. Whatever you want, Schwan, because I'm going to tell you right now. I know that Carter 100% will be victorious. Eyebrows versus eyebrows match. <laughs> I literally can't, I literally can't <laughs> do that. Your eyebrows. Shave your eyebrows. Literally can't do that. Do CGI. Listen, CGI. not for nothing. <laughs> We'll think of something. I'm down for this. At uh, the viewing party at Royal Rumble, yeah. we will have okay. We will have a wager Contract here. signing? I'm going to tell you. Yes. Yeah, we're going to do it yes. live. I want to do it live because I'm going to tell you right now, Swan. You know what? You're going to put your money where your mouth is finally, okay? Because finally. You know I will oh, always oh, put my money listen, where my mouth is. Yeah, because you were born with that gold spoon. Because you, my man, you're for that 1% of the population. Me, myself, Jimmy J, I'm for the guy. I'm it's for the 1%. wrestling fan that goes to the show, that supports the show. Who are you, Bernie Sanders? Merch, like, come on now. That pays the 20 bucks that they can't even afford because um, they're struggling so to pay the rent, to pay the bills. And here they are. Showing support at these wrestling at these indie organizations, okay, because they love the sport. Here you are. You're taking away from that. I'm taking away from that. I'm taking away. I'm trying to put a platform on that. I love wrestling. I've loved it all my life. I am trying to do what I can. Listen, I am all about for people to aspire to inspire. That's my motto. That's what I live by. It's not just a catchphrase. It's something that I believe in. You're about the money, Schwan. I no, stop lying. I, listen, I get paid very well to do what I do. I'm very fortunate for that. Green man, good today. Green man, yeah, good doing good. I love it. Listen, not for nothing. I want everyone to follow their dream. I'm for that. And wrestling, the Satsujin Squad. Why I teamed with them because they are that damn good. I believe in them, and I believe the indie wrestling scene could be better. So if we're putting more eyes, if we're doing what we have to do, change through violence. If that's what we're doing to put eyes on what we do, then so be it. That's what I'm doing. That's what my cause is. And to say that I have a silver spoon in my mouth, gold. that I'm just gold, a gold spoon, spoon in my mouth, whatever yeah. you want to call it. 
I am using my opportunity to put eyes on the show. No, you're not. You're putting eyes on yourself. That's all you're concerned about, Schwan. You're concerned about you and your little Hollywood career and then the, the Sasajin or whatever the hell they're called. Satsujin. Satsujin, Satsajin, an anime cartoon, whatever the hell they are, okay? doesn't matter anymore, Schwan, because that's all you're concerned about is you and them and getting money. You don't care about the fans. Listen. You don't care about the hardworking guy. The guy that's on the camp stand that's busting his ass 12 hours a day just to make a living to support his family, to pay Christmas, you know, to get the bills covered. You're not, you don't care about the deli worker, Merry the guy that's Christmas. cutting salami, turkey, Merry and provolone. You don't care about that, Schwan. You okay? You don't. I, I cannot Look stand. what you're doing to Michael. MJP is singing right here. What are you doing? I'm getting ready for karaoke. Another guy. What are you doing? What are you doing? All right, He's singing I, Mariah Carey because of you. This is oh, oh. All he wants uh, for Christmas me, is James, for Darius Corner. James, 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 I'll James. Hold it. Yes, sir. In sync. In sync. In sync it is. Okay. Speaking of in sync, the show is not in sync. Let's wrap things up. You guys can bitching downstairs. We'll see. We'll see. We'll put your money where your mouth is, Schwan. Why are you touching the microphone? I'm out of here. I can't take this anymore. You guys got a tattoo of, if Mark wins, get a tattoo of my face on his body. And if you win, you get tattooed green man's face in your body. Ooh, I like that. Now that we're, that we're invested as two. So for Joey something out. Green Man, so, not Hollywood, right Mark Schwain. Schwan. And uh, James. Schoen. That's what he said. James Restaurants, right? James Restaurants? Jimmy Diners. The, the classy, classy. Uh, he's so, he's so disrespectful, isn't he? Yeah, in a subtle way, yeah. he is. But you know what? Don't, don't, don't be talking about disrespect. <laughs> oh, God, here you, you know what? Let's, I don't want to talk about you. Okay? Yank is next Mike. week. It's unbelievable, man. Buddy Uber out. Black. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I need to announce it's last call at the bar. Oh. All right, everybody. We have made it to the end of the episode, and it's last call. We're still here with the champagne poppy, the saltiest dog in the land, Joey Ace. Now, Joey, this is how it goes. It's the first thing that comes out of your mind, the first thing you should answer when I ask you the question. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Then away we go. Where's the furthest that you've ever traveled for wrestling? Canada. What is the worst job you've ever had? Working at Abercrombie & Fitch, but it wasn't the worst. <laughs> In your opinion, what is the best American sports team? New York Mets. <laughs> I live in Queens. Yeah, leave me alone. I, I fucking love the Mets. Let's go Mets. <laughs> what do you spend your money on the most that people will find wasteful? Eating out. Tell me something you do daily that you would be miserable if you didn't do at all. <laughs> daily, bro? Daily? <laughs> I didn't even answer, brother. <laughs> Once a week at least. Daily, though. Man, my testosterone is pretty high. <laughs> Brush my teeth. <laughs> Which fast food chain has the best food? Burger King. What is the what best feature on a woman? Their hair. Who is your celebrity crush? Angelina Jolie. If you can change anything about yourself, what would it be? Nothing, because I'm absolutely, positively <laughs> perfect. <laughs> what is the nerdiest thing you own? Uh, <laughs> that blanket I just pulled off my chair with the... With the with... Well, can you describe <laughs> that blanket, by the way? It's baby blue... With snowmen on it. Snowmen. It's not even that dorky. It's just corny. It's, it's cute. It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> if, your, if your career ended tomorrow, what would you like to be remembered for? 
the best damn ECWA heavyweight champion there ever was. Past, <laughs> past, present, and future. And finally, what is your favorite thing about wrestling? Ability to create. The ability to create. Yeah, the ability to create. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a lot more creating in the next couple of months, in the next year, because someone's put a rocket on you, brother. You're going straight to the top. (laughs) going straight to the top, brother, brother. It's 2020. I'm seeing pretty clear. (laughs) Thank you so much, brother, for having me in, in your place, for joining us on this episode, and for show day. Let's do this. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.